When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And not just the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Sarah Dowdy. And I'm Dublina Chakraborty. And this is our very special annual holiday episode. And one suggestion that we always uh, get around Christmas time is to do something on the history behind carols. And for most traditional carols, that would probably mean biblical history. I mean, that's what most carols are going to be about. Sure. Uh, either that or some kind of aspect of the composition, you know, where the tune came from, who added the lyrics, when did Elvis cover the song? You know, all that sort of thing. Uh, but Dublina had another famous carol pop up in a recent article, and she was kind enough to remind me of it. I did. Sarah was searching for a Christmas idea she loves to do every year, and I was editing 10 Christmas myths. And uh, in the course of just researching ideas for that, uh, Good King Wenceslas came up. And it just so happens that that is your favorite Christmas carol. Well, Isn't that right? It's up there. It's kind of a, a, a tradition that um, my dad and I have to perform Good King Wenceslas. So uh, when when you told me about that and when you told me, yeah, Wenceslas was a guy, I was hooked. I had to find out more about this. And just to give you guys a little background on the carol, if you're not familiar with it already, I kind of like it because it is sentimental. I mean, after all, the good king is taking it upon himself to bring a poor man flesh and wine and some pine logs all in the middle of the snowstorm and all with the help of his trusty page. But it's never maudlin either because it has this really clippy sort of tune. Christmas songs can can get... (laughs) 
They can. They can cross over into that territory pretty easily. But this one always is, is stirring almost. Some of the lyrics are entertaining to me. Um, Thither is always one. <laughs> kind of gets me, um, making fuel into three syllables. And then others are just comically dramatic. And we're going to talk about the composition a little bit more. But a great example of this is heat was in the very sod which the saint had printed. Yeah, what does that mean? It means that Wenceslas is walking in the snow and melting it because he is so good. Oh, nice. Um, nevertheless, though, while researching this episode, I found that a lot of people had very intense reactions to, to this Christmas carol. You know, they said that it was deeply moving to them. Um, it, it was something that made them tear up almost. And I've always found it more of a fun carol, but that reaction that people have come from it uh, uh, having a strong message behind it, one of giving to others who are less fortunate. Yeah, ye who now will bless the poor shall yourselves find blessing. Exactly. You'd be mistaken, though, if you thought that Wenceslas was someone cooked up for a nice carol with a good moral, just an anonymous king with an excess of pine logs. As we said, he was indeed a real person, but not exactly the person that's represented in the song. No. He was a 10th century bohemian prince, one known for his generosity, but perhaps more famous for his murderous kinfolk and... Not to spoil the, spoil the surprise for you, but also known for his exhumation. And once I found out that, too, I mean, come on. That Wenceslas, just makes it perfect for us. Exhumation. Uh, Wenceslas, though, was actually born Václav in 907 near Prague in what was at the time Bohemia. Today it's the Czech Republic. And our first Carol myth-busting, and Dublina already hinted at this, he was not a king. Instead, he was a duke or a, a sovereign prince in the House of Premisal. His grandfather, a prince named Bochevoy, had established this house, which lasted more than 500 years, and had married a princess named Ludmila. And uh, together, this couple converted to Christianity. They set up Prague's first Christian church, and eventually... Bochevoy was succeeded by his son, who was Wenceslas' father. And just to get into a little interesting linguistic side note here, um, Bochevoy's life is really, really hazy. I mean, not much seems to be known about him except that he started this house, he converted to Christianity. Um, but it is known who converted him, and it was a guy named St. Methodius. And along with his brother Cyril, Methodius is called the Apostle of the Slavs and helped invent the Slavic alphabet that eventually became the Cyrillic alphabet. So I knew you guys who like language things would be interested in that. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks.
Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. But back to Wenceslas's life, Ludmila ended up having a really important role in that. In fact, she raised him, focusing mainly on his education, which was something that was uncommon for nobles at this time. Apparently, a lot were just illiterate. Yeah, and she also focused a lot on his religious instruction. So he grew up a practicing Christian. And this proved to be a pretty big problem when Wenceslas's father died. And that's because Wenceslas's mother, Drahamira, the arrogant was her nickname, she proudly adhered to the pre-Christian Southern Slavic religious beliefs and as regent was suddenly in a really awkward position with her Christian mother-in-law. Either that or she simply chose to align herself with the faction of government that preferred the old beliefs and really wanted Ludmila's Christian influence on the future sovereign to be brought to an end. So ultimately, Wenceslas was removed from his grandmother's care and Ludmila was strangled with her own veil at a castle, likely on the orders of Drahmira, according to Encyclopedia Britannica. She was also later canonized. Which is going to run in the family, too. Uh, so, yes, a brutal end for Wenceslas's grandmother. Uh, and then, of course, attempts were, were made to bring him, he was a teenager by this point, back into the pre-Christian Slavic religious fold. That didn't really work, though. You know, his grandmother had, had raised him with these beliefs. He was considered very pious. He was said to have taken a vow of chastity. And he encouraged missionary work, too, in Bohemia, German missionaries to come in and, and uh, convert his his fellow people. Um, he, he especially tried to make his people enthusiastic about Christianity, building these beautiful churches, kind of following in his grandparents' footsteps there, holding feasts. He also decisively defeated his opponents in battle to become the definitive ruler of Bohemia. I mean, there was no question anymore who was who was the prince slash duke. Uh, he he expanded the kingdom, and after that too, he banished his mother and reversed her policies of persecuting Christians, and really focused on education. Something that ultimately contributed to that 
good king sort of reputation he had. According to an article by Stephen Otfinowski in Mental Floss, he was also said to have been very kind to children and to the poor, which is all good carol material if you're thinking way far down the line. Despite the religious tensions still existent in Bohemia, though, it was an alliance that ultimately brought an end to Wenceslas's reign. In 929, he chose to pretty much align himself as a junior partner with the German King Henry I, the Fowler. From Wenceslas's perspective, this was preferable to war with Germany and an invasion, especially since Bohemia was still able to maintain much of its independence. But to Bohemian nobles, this was just the last straw. So a contingent encouraged Wenceslas's younger brother, Boleslav, to seize the princedom for himself. And like much of the story, the details of what happened next are kind of scanty. In one version, Wenceslas is invited by his brother to a religious festival, and Boleslav murders him on the way to church. In another version, Boleslav actually avoids murdering Wenceslas himself, actually doing the deed, and instead has Wenceslas murdered during mass by a henchman. Either way, though, Wenceslas was murdered September 28, 929. He was only 22 years old, and I think that's going to be our Carol myth-busting number two, because even though the Carol doesn't really spell it out, it just seems to hint that good King Wenceslas was an old, jolly man. Um, my my family's book of Christmas carols even has an illustration of him, and he's clearly an, an elderly fellow with a large beard. Um, but yeah, he was only 22, and, and after he was dead, uh, Boleslav succeeded his brother and ultimately became known as the cruel or the bad. Um, although he was actually quite successful in his rule, he expanded Bohemia, uh, added quite a bit more territory. And in his uh, 38 years of power, too, he did not reverse Wenceslas's Christian agenda either. You know, that it's sometimes set up as that sort of story. It was his um, pre-Christian brother trying to get back to the old ways. Right. But uh, he continued to allow missions. He didn't get into the sort of religious persecution that had happened during his mother's regency. Um, Though it is interesting to note that the royal house that had been started by by these two fellows' grandfather was particularly plagued by this sort of family strife. Um, It lasted until 1306, you know, remarkable, almost 500 years, I think I I mentioned earlier. Um, But Boleslav's grandsons murdered each other, and other family feuds and murders stretched into the 11th century. And a lot of the trouble came from there not being a strict line of succession. You know, sometimes it would just be whoever in the family was oldest, and that might be a younger brother. Sometimes it would be the the duke slash prince's eldest son, all kinds of messy business. Right. So fratricide is rarely a good PR move. And for Boleslav, despite his political successes that Sarah just mentioned, it meant that he was faced with a growing cult around his dead brother. So reports of miracles near Wenceslas's grave started trickling in almost immediately. And unfortunately, we weren't able to find examples no, of those yeah. exact miracles. I, I was trying to find specific examples of, of what happened and what led to his sainthood, but I couldn't find a single thing. I mean, I'm guessing we're just going to have to imagine some of the standard miracle, miraculous sort of stuff for Wenceslas here. 
But what we do know is that Boleslav ultimately had Wenceslas exhumed and reburied in the Church of St. Vitus in Prague, which became a prime pilgrim's destination a few hundred years later. And Boleslav went down in history as the cruel, while murdered Wenceslas became a Czech patron saint. And even today, his feast day, which is September 28th, the day that he was murdered, is a national holiday, and a statue stands proudly in Wenceslas Square in Prague. There's even a parody of the famous statue that's really close to the original. It's by David Cerny, and it features Wenceslas riding on an upside-down dead horse. You'll see it a lot on some of those strangest travel destination lists, and some listeners hopefully will be able to post pictures of this if you visited. I expect pictures from you guys. Um, I'm sure folks have visited it. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. All right. So Wenceslas, Czech national hero. He's a saint, a murdered duke. 
But how did the Christmas Carol end up happening? Uh, finally, an English Anglican warden picked up this story. I mean, we're talking hundreds of years later and decided that it would actually be a f- pretty fitting reminder for teaching children about the importance of charity. And we're talking about John Mason Neal. He was the son of an Anglican clergyman and he himself was destined for the clergy and was ordained in 1842. But he was uh, in very poor health and couldn't actually go to work in a parish. And so instead, he got a job as the warden of Sackville College. And you know that sounds like an educational institute, but it was actually an almshouse. And he took his job pretty seriously there. Um, his early career, though, is very shadowed by suspicions that he was a crypto-Catholic. Uh, he was he was not popular among fellow Anglicans. Uh, Otfanowski, who I noted earlier, said that he was at one point even attacked by a mob and uh, received threats against his home and his life. But he did develop a pretty solid reputation as a historian and a novelist and a translator of ancient and medieval works. And my absolute favorite job description of him comes from Oxford University Press, where they call him a hymnologist. And fortunately for us, John Mason Neal not only loved to translate hymns, but he liked to write them as well. Yeah, so of course, Good King Wenceslas was part of Neal's canon of hymns and carols, specifically one meant for children, as Sarah kind of indicated earlier. According to BBC History magazine, he took the tune from a Scandinavian song that he found in a medieval book sent to him by a British ambassador in Stockholm. And interestingly, it's a springtime song, Tempus Adest Floridum. And he chose the Wenceslas story for the legends associated with the saint and went with Wenceslas instead of Vasla for rhythm. Uh, which was a good choice, I think, yeah. (laughs) And he published it in 1853, and it tops his fairly considerable list of Christmas hits, including O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and Good Christian Men Rejoice. So, of course, though, and this is something we couldn't go without mentioning, Good King Wenceslas isn't really a Christmas carol. So, you know, we've already said it's not about a king, (laughs) but it's not really a Christmas carol either. It's about St. Stephen's Day, and that's pretty evident from the the first line. Good King Wenceslas looked out on the Feast of Stephen. And um, as Stephen, St. Stephen, was associated with alms for the poor, so too was St. Stephen's Day. And according to Claire Sutton, in Time Magazine, December 26th was when the English poor traditionally received most charity. Uh, so this is an, another reason why it kind of makes sense for John Mason Neal writing a song meant to encourage charity. Um, but why this was, why December 26th was the day, um, might be because Anglican churches would have a collection box out during during all of Advent, collect donations for the poor, thus Boxing Day, or because the aristocracy or employees would give out gifts or boxes uh, to their servants the day after Christmas, because, of course, their servants might be working on Christmas Day. Uh, Boxing Day today is still a national holiday in England and Wales and Canada. In Ireland, it's still called St. Stephen's Day. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of the Halloween episode I did with Kristen, because I kept on 
I'm finding all these different traditions people have in various countries to celebrate this holiday. And in Ireland, they actually, uh, kids will attach a wren to a pole and parade it through town to celebrate St. Stephen's Day. Apparently, though, in England and Canada, it hasn't become so much a, a day of charitable giving <laughs> as a day of intense shopping, kind of like uh, the Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving sales we have here in the States. Interesting. So, very cool to learn some of the history behind one of the coolest carols out there. Yeah, did it change your perspective on the carol at all? Have you shared any of these details with your father? For I haven't this year? yet. I haven't yet, but I'm sure that this will be a story I will be relating over over our Christmas holidays. I'm kind of stuck on the idea of you and your dad performing this. I feel like we should have invited <laughs> your dad to the studio to, to hear a performance. I bet he would do it. I'm not totally sure. I'd, <laughs> I'd perform Good King Wenceslas on the podcast, but, but he'd be game. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking the biggest perception change I'm going to have to make is Good King Wenceslas as a 22-year-old. Yeah, that's true. I, too, that's pictured him as an old guy. Out. I know. Well, I'll work on that. (laughs) In the meantime, though, uh, we'll be thinking up other topics for the new year and and, uh, wish all of you a very happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. No, um, whatever you celebrate. Saturnalia, uh, Christtide. We've covered a lot of unusual holidays on our on our podcast in the past. We have, and we're always open to more. So we if are. you have any other sort of holiday suggestions, we may not be able to do them right now, but we'll definitely keep them on our to-do list for next year. So you can suggest those to us by writing to us. We're at HistoryPodcast at Discovery.com, and you can also find us on Facebook and on Twitter at Missed in History. And if you want to learn a little bit more about Wenceslas, Dublina, you do have your, your article coming up, don't you? I do. Unfortunately, we don't have a Wenceslas entry in there. Oh, he no. didn't make the he list. Got cut. But we do have one about Boxing Day. Did okay. you know that apparently a lot of people think that Boxing Day is a day for boxing up all the presents you didn't want and taking them back to the store? Oh, that's just sad. Yeah. That totally is the opposite of what so, it's about, I guess. You already busted that myth on this <laughs> podcast, but if you want to know a, a few more myths, nine more to be exact, and they're, uh, I guess, uh, they're, they're true versions, um, the truth about them, you can find out all about that by searching on our homepage for 10 Myths About Christmas, and you can find us by looking up www.howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. 
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, It'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. 